Well, tonight we're gonna have a pizza party. Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party. Hello, welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. I'm your host, Amity Hansen, and on this week's episode, I have Molly Jaisa on the show. First time, first timer, dear friend, old friend, old college <laughs> chum, Molly Jaisa. Oh, thanks for having me, Amity. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to um, have you on. We watched... A fabulous cartoon. So I mean, good, top-notch <laughs> quality. Mary Kate and Ashley in action. They were in action. They were flying planes. <laughs> Teenagers who can pilot airplanes. <laughs> I know. They're skydiving in into, into Paris. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! This show, God bless it. It lasted one season. Um. It lasted one season. It was on in 2001 till 2002, and it was on ABC. It was created by ABC, the Disney One Saturday morning. I don't know about you, but I was watching so many cartoons for the Disney One Saturday morning cartoon lineup. Um, was that like before I, your time or, you know, you're 25 or five, we're about five, you're going to be 25. We're about yeah. five years apart. I... I watched such interesting cartoons as a child. Like, I was very more on the PBS side of cartoons. Okay, like like Arthur? He, yes, love Arthur. The aardvark with ears that don't make sense. Um, I love Arthur. Uh, yeah, but I do feel like if I had known about Mary-Kate and Ashley in action, I would have enjoyed it immensely. Right. Yeah, you know, surprisingly, I was definitely a... An ABC Kids Disney One cartoon yeah. block person. I mean, there was there was the Weekenders, which I loved, and I watched Hercules animated series. I you know what I did watch that, and there was was there also a Little Mermaid anim- animated series. Um, I'm looking here on Wikipedia. Maybe it was on something else. Um, I. Don't know if there Maybe was. Maybe that came later after Hercules. Yeah. I, I was only six in 2001. So. Okay. I also, I don't know. I, I think maybe when I was like eight, I would have loved Mary-Kate and Ashley in action. Right. I, so like I would watch, um, yeah, I watched like Recess was big for me. Doug was also on that block. Um. There was Pepper Ann, which I loved. And I think those were kind of like, those are the main cartoons for this, this block. And then there was Mary-Kate and Ashley in Action. Premiered October 20th, 2001. Ended August 3rd, 2002. We're just coming yeah. up at the eight, like we just missed the 18th birthday of it ending. Wow. It, it's an Kids. adult by now. Kids who watch, who like were born when this ended are now 18. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my sister was August of 2001 and she just turned 19. So that's math. Yeah. Math. Math. And they have (laughs) math lessons in Mary Kate and Ashley in Action. Yes. Mary Kate and Ashley in Action (laughs) is like, it's interesting because it's 
there's so much, so many lessons, but the lessons don't really like, there's no like true cohesive lesson. It's like, seems like, cause we watched two episodes. Yeah. We watched, um, gift with purchase. Mm-hmm. And then the other one the was... The Cat's Meow. The Cat's Meow. So another interesting thing about this show that, um, that you, you, may not, you may not realize upon watching it is that it came, like the DVD, a DVD was released. It was like Mary Kate and Ashley in action, volume one. Oh, interesting. But there were only like a few episodes on it. There huh. weren't, I think there were five episodes. Let's look here at the Wikipedia. But they still aired on ABC as yeah, well. They so aired was, on ABC. So okay. you like they aired on ABC and then it was like Toon Disney. I don't really know how this I forgot how this that worked. Toon Disney was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, Toon Disney. But so the DVD release was really it was released in 2005. And it was um, a single disc volume called Misty and Amber versus Renee LaRouge, and it only had five episodes of like Mary Kate Ashley fighting LaRouge. <laughs> so I want to know because the ones we watch, and I, I've seen a few other episodes here and there. Yeah. Were there episodes where the villain was not Renee LaRouge? Yeah. Or are those episodes just kind of lost to the ether because they're not on DVD? That, that's a true point. Because I do think, it, I think it's interesting, and I feel like a lot of children's cartoons make this choice of like the villain is always the same person right and i'm just like do they not know like by now it's it's the lady with the hat we all know it it's madame la rouge yeah she is always like that's something that that was just i was like oh come on i just want them to have more interesting villains yeah you know what i mean that was like something where i was like there's gotta be a way to make more than one villain. Yeah. But listen, I like to think that they were like, let's keep it simple. Let's have, but like with animated series, you can have like four, like one voice actor play like eight characters. So yeah. it's not even a matter of like casting. I and mean, like, you could maybe argue it's the problem of animation. Right. But, the, but or, and I mean, I, this is simple plot lines like we're talking yeah very simple plot lines (laughs) yes and the lessons i mean the lessons there was like oh my gosh the lessons the lessons of be yourself don't wear makeup yeah um, we're going for a natural look i know yeah (laughs) and then there's also these random math questions or math and science lessons that don't necessarily yes matter the like odds of like Oh, like, what are your odds? Is that a better percentage? I know. And I still was even like, uh, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, what is this? Do- like, the pick a number thing. But it's like. I never use math like that. Like, no. I've never been in a situation like that in real life. No. Where you have to, like, choose a number. To, I don't know. And know, like, if your odds are good or bad. I, right. <laughs> I don't know. It's so. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre. But I mean, so... But there's lessons. There's lessons. And this show only lasted one season because it had low ratings. And, Mm. you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't... As a Mary-Kate Ashley fanatic... Yes. Even though I was, like, 11 years old when this show was on, and I was watching cartoons, I took a pass at Mary-Kate Ashley in action. Yeah. 
it just didn't spark me. It didn't, it didn't spark, you know, there was like, it was a little juvenile for me. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because they're supposed to be like, what, teenagers? F- they're like 15. Like 15. But the plot lines and the stories are so simple that it seems like it's designed for right. just such a young audience. Yes. Where there are other cartoons where it's like even like middle school going into high school, I still laughed at and thought were interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting the age. I mean, I guess they're just targeting like a younger I age. I know. That's what I think is that maybe they were like Mary Kane Ashley had a targeted audience of like mm-hmm. – 10 like especially during this time it was like 10 year old like they had the walmart brand that were the you know the tween the tween age because isn't there something with like tv shows where you want to watch someone a little bit older than you so it's like elementary kids like to watch middle schoolers middle schoolers like to watch stories about high schoolers high schoolers like to watch stories about college students i don't know if there's any truth in that at all but that would make sense to me yeah that make that tracks i feel like i even don't get me wrong i am pushing 30 and i love me a good teen drama i mean teen drama i love a good teen drama Mm -hmm. i wonder where it went (laughs) at what point do you get to be so old you're like i no longer want to watch a show or shows about adults i want to watch stuff about teenagers and yeah, pretend no, I am I, a teenager. I definitely, I mean, last year got made fun of because I was watching through Pretty Little Liars. Hey, no. <laughs> and I was like, the drama's so good. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I mean, that's how I, like, Gossip Girl was my mm. bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, I'm, we're, we're getting a little off topic. Don't worry. Don't worry, listeners. We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll. We're circling back. We're going to circle back to talk about the episodes we watched. But there was a point, and this was about five years ago, when I was living alone after I went through like a breakup. You remember this, Molly? I do remember. It this. was difficult times for me. And I was on the prowl. I was tindering <laughs> furiously. I was swiping through men at, at, at an unreasonable rate. And this one guy and I went on a date. We had a nice time. Then we went on a second date, and it was horrible. It was the worst date mm-hmm. ever. He took me to a nice restaurant. It was his idea to take me to this nice restaurant. Okay. We get there. He's wearing, like, the most scrubby clothes you've oh. ever seen in your life. Oh, God. His hair was a mess. It was, like, greasy. What were his shoes? Probably t- ripped. I want to say they were like worn out ripped bands. I'm I'm like in. I'm just like, visioning just like he has like wire glasses. Oh which gosh. you know, I love me and I love me kind of like an awkward, weird, nerdy type. Like I'm all about that. But this guy was like, like scrawny. It was just like I was like you know I was obviously had like an attraction to him in some way. But he took me to this nice restaurant. Yeah. He then complains about the price of the food. And he was like, you know, don't get anything too expensive. And I was like, you Thanks. brought me here. That's so rude. <laughs> this, this drama. See, this is what we need. We this need is what we need in the cartoon. Yes. But then, and then finally, like, we're done with dinner and he, we go to like this gas station. He was like, hey, can I come over to your house again? And I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, so do you want to buy the beer since I bought dinner? 
Oh my gosh. And I was Who like. Who is this man? <laughs> and can we do like a special podcast I don't episode even of just remember. tracking him down? I don't even remember his name, honestly. And we can just like flood him with like MKA memorabilia. I can't even remember <laughs> his name. But then he. So I was like, yeah, you can come over. But we have only if I can give you a haircut and we can watch Gossip Girl. Oh my gosh. And. That's what we did. I cut his hair because it was so bad, and we watched Gossip Girl. You are incredible. And he knew he was not going to get any action, so he eventually left. But, like, I was like, I I don't – this is such a bad second date. Like, I'm not hooking up with you. Yeah. Let me cut your hair and watch Gossip Girl. And that was the – honestly, I'm very proud of that. You should be so proud (laughs) of that. Cleaning cleaning up the men of Phoenix. Was that in Phoenix? It was in Phoenix. Ugh. We need to we need to work on the Phoenix men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. We do we need do. to work on the Phoenix we men. We do. <laughs> so, Mary Kay and Ashley in action. Yes. I l- before we really get into it, I do just I feel like these these cartoons I would have rather had seen a cartoon that was more about like Mary Kay and Ashley like like these characters of like teenagers, kind of like Braceface or like even like mm-hmm. Sabrina or Recess, you know, these other shows, Doug, kind of like more of kind of a day in the life. Right. I was going to say, we don't really get any backstory about we have, them. And we, there's no, the episode, the first episode of the show is not on YouTube. Yeah. And so we started with the second episode and it, and it took me a second to be like, oh, like, what is they're, happening? They're secret agents, but they're right. teenagers. They're teenagers. Attending like, fashion shows. There, there was no, <laughs> like when you, the show opens, I mean, the, the, just the opening, the first like opening thing with Mary Kay and Ashley mm-hmm. on the red carpet. And they are like, it's like the, the wash is like a glow and there's snap, 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 snap. We have the, the guy in the tux and he's like asking them, where are you going this week? Like, what's the stamp in your passport this week? And they, Ashley says, um, where I wrote this down, one of the most beautiful cities in the world, Paris. <laughs> Just yes. I, I, <laughs> I really think... And it doesn't make sense, but I feel like it was ADR or something. Like, she so quickly is, like, one of the beautifulest cities in the world, Paris. Uh, Did you breathe in that sentence? (laughs) Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. I mean, we know by now, I think Mary Kay and Ashley are good actresses Mm -hmm. when they want to be. That's a good way to Um, put it. I think they're good actresses when they want to be. I mean, we've seen them perform... When they were younger, they were top notch. They yeah. were like eight all stars. Yeah. And since then, like Do you think they just like did not care about these cartoons almost? I well, I think that once they got to be like twenty five or twenty five, like fifteen, fourteen, mm-hmm. I think that once they got to around this time and they were doing like uh Holiday in the Sun, which was the movie that in the Bahamas that they did yeah. around this time that they kind of went downhill if you know what I mean yeah I mean I'm sure there's also just an aspect of just being over it right you know like they're more into fashion they're more into 
they were more into the business side of everything. I think that acting for them was something that they thought was fun, but they weren't taking the acting too seriously. Right. Also, they didn't need to. They were... Yeah. What they were doing was working. Yeah. It's like you're already successful and well-known. It's like... I I wouldn't be shocked if they even were like, oh, yeah, we were phoning it in. Oh, yeah. Or the fact that they, they knew that they didn't necessarily need to... They didn't necessarily need to do, like, top-notch acting. Yeah. Like, they didn't need to take that seriously because they were already – what they were doing was working. Yeah. It's just, it just, like, a day job almost. It's like, oh, yeah, we just go in and yeah. we act in a movie. We say <laughs> the most beautiful city in the world, Paris, and then, and then that's it. Like, even the delivery in the cartoon, a lot of the delivery was was funny to me. Yeah. Yeah, and the accents in the cartoon. Oh, God, the accents. So we have the first one where they start out, and they're just, like, at the fashion show. Yeah. They're at the fashion show. There's nothing really – there's no backstory. You don't understand why they're there, Mm -hmm. who called them in. Like, is there any indication of who – No, there's, like, fake, like, news clips almost at the beginning of, like, why are these models acting crazy? Yeah. And then it just cuts to them – there at the fashion show like looking through the curtains like wow nothing looks suspicious nothing looks and then there's backstage and there's what is his name rod 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 with With the the blue blue hair (laughs) and he is like talking to this so-called teenage model a teenage superstar model yes who what's her name uh dominique dominique yes and she, I know it's a cartoon. Yeah. She does not look like a teenage cartoon. It doesn't sound like a teenager no, at all. You, you know that, like, when you're a teenager, you sound a certain way. Yeah. Not her. And I also love her, like, explanation as a teenage model. She's like, all I do is get dressed up and walk on stage. I'm only doing this to pay for college. Someday I'm going to be a re- veterinarian. <laughs> Like, oh, my life is, like, so boring as a teenage model. I really wish I could just, like, pet dogs all day. I know. I love that. Which I do feel. Because I do wish I could pet dogs all day. (laughs) And she's like, I have more of a natural look. I feel like that was such a lesson in this. Yes, that was a lesson. That was a huge lesson in this is just... Don't worry about makeup. Mm-hmm. The, it was almost, you could even get, go deep and deep into it and be like, the makeup industry is trying to control us. And like, yeah, you could really analyze you it. You could really analyze it. I don't think it's meant to be analyzed in such a way, not to be like, no. we are Scorpios and want to anal- overanalyze everything. Right. But right. Yes. Yeah. That was such a lesson. Such a lesson. I also, um, I don't know why I thought this was so fan funny but they have cover names yes misty and amber right and i don't (laughs) even know okay let's see who is who my guess was just like okay mary kate is is misty yeah go with the first initial yeah uh, ashley is amber yeah look at you you know you know your stuff that was just my best and a lot so something i was looking at when i was trying to research this and truly there's not much to research um there's nothing online about the origins of this i i think they were just like let's try our 
or handed a cartoon. Let's see right. it. Let's see if it works. I feel like a lot of their stuff, especially during this time, was like they had the magazine. They had all these things. They were like, let's see what we can do. And they ended up making so many dolls with this Mary Kate and Ashley in action, even though the show lasted one year, one season. Oh, that's interesting. There's so much product. I, there's yeah. party supplies, which I have. I have the party hat. Yeah, I mean, I guess once you design that cartoon image, it's just let's just pump use out it this everywhere, stuff. and yeah. then you can continue to have it even because the show is going to then be in syndication later on. Like yeah. it, it aired again in like. 2002 on a different channel yeah and then 2005 is when it the dvds yeah okay yeah 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 um but a lot of these these actors are canadian which is interesting was it recorded in canada i don't i who knows maybe it's like I, I don't know. I'm not finding really any information. It's interesting. It, it was the country of origin, according to Wikipedia, is United States. Huh. And it's in Eng- English, obviously. And there are 26 episodes. There are so many episodes of this. Yeah. It's, it's, just, I, it's weird that there's like a volume one and there's only five episodes on it. Like, why didn't they just put them all in? Yeah, TV? like one season could have been 26 episodes. I mean, it would have been long, but. That's funny. Yeah, I wonder why so many Canadians. Yeah, so many Canadians. Like, I wonder, I don't know, because it would make sense if it was recorded in Canada, because it was, like, cheaper for whatever reason, but to just... Yeah, it's all Canadians. Huh. If anybody is listening and you know why, maybe there's just, like, more Canadian voice over actors than... That's possible. I don't know. I mean, like, there are so many talented... Actors and actresses that have come from Canada, but right, yeah, like it's like it's these a, are it's all... American Ashley cartoon. Did we need international talent? Right. I mean, these are all <laughs> English Canadian actors. Maybe I mean this is something to think about. Okay, is um that they sorry like lost my train of thought like all of a sudden I've been doing that constantly. Maybe it it's like it originated in the United States. Mm-hmm. But they did record it in Canada because maybe it was like mm. cheaper or something. What I wonder, did it ever air in Canada? Was there maybe like an agreement of like, oh, we can like employ Canadians and then air it I don't it know. There. It was originally aired on ABC. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick turn, quick. turn to uh, Google as we do in times like this. Um... So in November 2001, um, it was D-I-C, Deke. Deke. (laughs) That's the the name or whatever. Um, They sold it internationally to CITV in the UK, Canal J in France. It was in Italy, YTV in Canada, and then Latin America. Wow, it's everywhere. I mean, it was everywhere. But yeah, it was not. I don't know why all these actors, all these voiceover actors, are Canadian. Yeah, that's interesting. Because where where are Mary Kate and Ashley from? They're from Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm gonna. I think pause and. Okay, sorry for the delay. I realized that there was a buzzing sound from the fans, so now we're just gonna suffer in no airflow. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. Sounds, sounds much better. Yeah. I was like, there is a buzzing going on. There was. 
There was. There was a buzz. And And it's gone now. It's gone. Turned off the fans, you guys. Hopefully I can fix it in post. Um, But so, yes, the gift with purchase. They have this team model, Dominique. She likes the natural look. She's all about the natural look. But then Madame LaRouge comes in with her products. Mm-hmm. What? Did you catch the name? I thought... The first lip balm... Face... Oh. Values. Face values, yeah. Well, I was going to say, the lip balm that's handed to Rod at the beginning, is it says, do as I say, lip balm, which... You if know, we don't casual. obviously we know what that means yeah yes mm-hmm. that's it's foreshadowing for sure yeah when you see oh he's put he's taking this lip balm that says mm-hmm. do as do as i say lip balm then there's madame LaRouge making all these people dance on the runway and it doesn't make any sense and i also just mentioned the jumpsuits that they're yes. wearing on the runway runway and i love i can't remember if it was Mary Kate or Ashley, but one of them is like, what are these jumpsuits? What are they wearing? And I was like, thank goodness, because these jumpsuits are not good. No. <laughs> they are they were not good. Although I love a good jumpsuit. Yes. I love a good jumpsuit, but these were a little odd. Were odd. Yes. Yeah. And I just don't understand the point of this dancing. Like if you were gonna have like obviously the so the makeup is mind yeah. control. Like this mind control, behavior control makeup, because Madame LaRouge has like a degree in biochemistry or something. Yeah. Or bioengineering. Uh, I think biochemistry. Biochemistry. Yeah, you're right. That makes no sense. It's like if she wants mind control, why is she making models dance down the like, wouldn't, runway? Wouldn't you be more covert? Like, wouldn't you be like more secretive about this obviously if these models are going to be dancing like crazy down the runway yeah why can't you just like have it be more subtle well and my favorite thing too i mean spoilers at the end but when she's she says something like yes i just want to control everyone because i want to control how everyone looks and what they wear. I know. And there's even some line of like, no one will be wearing these terrible light, light washed jeans anymore. It's like, or these, yeah, like jeans and she wants people to look like wear makeup and look a certain way. Yeah. Like that's the whole evil plan is just, she wants people to look nice. Yes. I, I don't, it's, not a great evil plan. No. It's like we needed mind control to accomplish that. Yes. Obviously. And I mean, she, so she has like this, this palm pilot that's basically she uses to control mm-hmm. everyone who's wearing the makeup, mm-hmm. which what the technology of the time, right? Yes. This palm pilot. Yes. Great technology of the time. However, all it takes for Mary Kate and Ashley to save the day is breaking that palm pilot. <laughs> and then, like, rest her of her life's plan. Her work is yes, done. Her life's work crumbles apart based on this one palm pilot. Yes. And I guess now we're living in the area of the cloud and stuff. And so I'm like, even if my phone broke, I'm like, I, I can I, just grab uh, it from the cloud. I know. Like, <laughs> I can just reach up and grab yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I would never think of, you know... Foiling someone's plan just by breaking their palm pilot. But. No, but 
I mean, this is such a sign of the times, right? Just like the technology, but at the same time, they have like the robot dog. The robot dog. Quincy. My gosh, Quincy is my favorite. He has a terrible Irish accent. Yes. It's like Scottish. A Scottish accent. It's Scottish, It took me forever to realize he was a robot dog. For the first like half of this episode I was like is this dog just like he can talk and it's just justified by the it's the cartoon so dogs talk in cartoons yeah that's how I thought I didn't realize that it was a robot dog until later on Uh, in the episode yeah yep robot dog is great robot dog robot dog um and 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 the fact that the the lesson we were talking about the math lessons and such. Yes, that came from the robot dog. <laughs> yes, with the the, yes. the me- lesson of like probability and everything. Yeah. The the robot dog is truly spitting spitting truths. Um, and then they like so the 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 runway the original runway show it starts in New York, mm-hmm. and then they realize that it's Madame La Rouge's makeup line yeah and they have to stop her and so they go to paris they're in their plane that they pilot that they pilot but sometimes they're not piloting it so it must be like on autopilot yeah like who's who's piloting it when they're not piloting Piloting it yeah i mean it's am i saying that word correctly piloting piloting why is that a hard word (laughs) to say piloting yeah piloting yeah piloting I think it's because in my mind, I know it's spelled with an O. So yeah. I want to say like pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Piloting. Piloting. So when they're not piloting the plane. Yes. They are, you know, in this luxurious technological room going over the schemes and mm-hmm. the adventure and what's, everything. What's their other friend's name? Because they have Rod and then they have the more like science kid. The science guy. Let's see his name. Um, Ivan? Okay, that sounds right. There's also a Clive. I don't think we met. I don't know if we've met Clive. Maybe yeah. he's another... Um, it, the last name is it's Clive Hedgemorton Smythe. So it makes me wonder if what it is a... What a last name. If it is a, another villain. Oh. Maybe... I'm going to look this up. I'm just gonna Google the name. He's another villain. Okay. Okay. So that this makes that sense. Question. This makes sense. He's a villain. Um, and that's I. I don't know if we ever will see him because there yeah. are so few episodes available on YouTube. Can you buy the DVD still? Like, could we could we track one down? I mean, the DVD only has five episodes, and all of the episodes are on. YouTube people have ripped oh, them to YouTube because yeah. and they're yeah. all on iTunes too, but it's yeah. only those five episodes yeah. with Madame La Rouge. So those other episodes that were only ever on the air and not on DVDs, it might be it, hard to find them yeah. unless somebody like recorded them or something. Right. Petition to get Dual Star to put the rest of these on DVD. Mm-hmm. Although honestly, I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna say that right now, we are not encouraging anyone to go purchase and watch, watch these cartoons. If you want to watch this cartoon, I recommend just like getting super blazed out of your mind, 
and drink a margarita drink a marge i mean that's what we did yes i don't know if we should <laughs> i i just want to say that molly is the only person who i've been seeing in quarantine oh yeah i know people are gonna think we're reckless but reckless you're in my bubble i'm in your bubble you're in my bubble yeah the listeners who know i moved to phoenix arizona temporarily from Portland, Oregon, and right now I'm seeing I'm because I I was sick of seeing my parents only, and now I'm seeing yes. Molly only. Yes. So, if you're concerned, email me. Yeah. Mkapodcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Okay. Send, send us aggressive emails. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. But anyway, yes, 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 yes. So this show, that I wouldn't encourage necessarily. I don't think of it as like an upstanding cartoon. Right. I would have rather the Mary Kay and Ashley cartoon be about them like in high school or even them being like actresses. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like the storylines of the cartoons line up with the storylines of their other TV shows? I mean, they're like detective-y type of things, right? Like there's the Adventures of Mary Kay and Ashley. This is kind of on, like in that same world. It's almost like, they're the detectives, and they grew up and became special agents. Okay, sure. We could yeah. say that. They, yeah. they went from their, their attic to... But I love that, I mean, and we'll get to the second episode here shortly, but when they arrive at their location in the second episode, like, another secret agent picks them up, and they're like, wow, we didn't know we had any secret agents here. And, and and he's like, we're always there for you. So they are, like, part of this... this like, network. Si- yeah, this network of secret agents. <laughs> um, they appear to be the only teenagers in this network. I know. The, I want more backstory. And maybe you get I, that backstory, backstory in the first episode, but I don't... You know, I, I, reading the synopsis of that back of the first episode, I don't think you do. Uh, uh, no. Um, I want to see where they live. Like, do they only live on the plane? Yeah, like, where are their parents? <laughs> That's what I always wonder when it's, it's kids' cartoons and it's like, you know, the kids are just out there saving the world. And it's like, what do their parents think they're doing? <laughs> Like, they just went to Paris on a plane. Maybe they're, like, well, how cool would it have been if their parents were also secret agents and they, their parents sometimes phoned in on, like, a little screen or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think. And then Rod was, like, their, yeah. their babysitter or something. Their, their chaperone. <laughs> their chaperone. I mean, maybe this is just the sign of my age or whatever, of me being like, where are their parents? Why are these kids allowed to just be recklessly saving the world? Because as a kid, I'd be like, no, like, thank goodness the parents aren't in this episode. <laughs> right. You know, like, if I was watching this as a 12-year-old, I'd be like, oh, yeah, kids are just so much better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is also the... You know, when you're a kid and you're watching cartoons, you don't necessarily want to be reminded of adults yeah. or reality. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the show is so obviously not in reality, which I appreciate and I like. I mean, they're trying to, I think, make kind of a Mary-Kate and Ashley. Or even, like, you can even say, oh, it's kind of like, like the boys have all these, like, action shows, right? Like, there's, like, right. Batman or they're, like, what other... There was like a Johnny Bravo and mm-hmm. and these kind of masculine 
superhero types. Mm -hmm. But in this one, Mary-Kate and Ashley are the... Yeah. The heroes. Yeah. And they're teaching people, you know, like, you don't need to wear makeup to be, like, yourself. Yeah. It's all, like, they... And you're going to use probability math in everyday life. Yes. (laughs) Except you're never going to. (laughs) No. I don't know if your microphone picks up whispers. Hopefully it does. It does. Um, But, yeah, it's... it's, So, with that, I... I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I, I like to think that they were trying to get into that market of, like, girls who wa- watch cartoons. Right. Who didn't want, like, because there was Braceface and, like, Sabrina and other, and, like, Pepper Ann and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't really any Mary-Kate and Ash, or Mary-Kate Ashley. There weren't any adventure yeah. cartoons for girls. Right. And I feel like, I mean feminism has like morphed over time but I think in the early 2000s it was like just important to just have main characters that are female yeah uh, just like the most simple thing the most simple we have we've a simple request yes and what's funny is the in that first episode with Madame La Rouge's makeup she's like there's 51% of the population is women the rest is men. And I was yeah. like, okay, yep, it's 2001, 2002. Like, yep. there's two genders. Okay. Yep, like, there's only two, and women only wear makeup. I know, and, and the guys wear... Lip the, balm and cologne. I know, and aftershave. And aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, good to see. You know, they're trying. They're trying. They, they they're were trying. trying for their time. <laughs> it was 2001, 2002. And you know what? We just didn't realize that they're... There's more than one. There's more than two genders. Also, anyone can wear makeup. Yep. Anyone can wear aftershave. Yep. Or lip balm. Yep. But Mary Kay and Ashley like a, a more natural look. They do. They do. That's that's the button. Yeah. Ivan, is that what we decided the science kid's name is? Ivan, I think. Yeah. He's like, I had fun making makeup remover. Maybe I could make a Mary Kate and Ashley line of makeup. And the button is them being like, no, we prefer the natural look. <laughs> Even though they were absolutely selling makeup during this time. But their makeup was for, like, younger, mm-hmm. a younger audience. So it was, like, just shimmery eyeshadow. Yeah. Or, you know, some lip gloss. Yeah. I don't even think, maybe some foundation, but I think more of just the powder. Yeah. I mean, makeup for kids is so funny. I, I did a ton of nannying over this summer. And she was like, oh, look at my makeup. And it's just like, it seems like just crushed up chalk to me almost. Like she would give me makeovers and like put pink eyeshadow on me. And I could just go home and shower it with soap and water (laughs) and it just comes right off. Yeah. It's, it's, Um, and it's also probably edible (laughs) non-toxic. Edible. (laughs) Edible non-toxic. I'm going to, you know, sidebar, but that Too Faced like chocolate eyeshadow. Have you tasted that? No. It tastes like chocolate. It's like made from chocolate. It's you're, you're like Are supposed you to be able to eat it. Yeah, you don't want to like eat the eyeshadow, but does it melt on your face? No, you I don't know. It like it worked really well. I think I I don't think I have any with me here. I think it's in storage, but that is so. It's funny. honestly worth it enough if you just like if you're ever need a sweet tooth, you're just gonna. I don't know if you're supposed to, but I've tasted I it. I feel and like it you're probably like, not supposed to. It tastes like chocolate. So, little lesson for Madame LaRouge, who wants yeah. to control people with makeup, is have it taste good. 
Yeah. And I will buy it. Because that was her whole plan. That was her plan. She like wanted people, more people to wear this makeup so she could make them look nice and dress better. But she just made them dance or giggle. Yeah. The plan was not. It was not. And it was all based on this one Palm Pilot that can easily, like, all they did was trip her, right? They tripped like, they her and tripped it broke. Her and she dropped it and it broke. And she's like, my life's work. Yeah, she's down on her knees like, I'll get you girls and it's the last thing I do. <laughs> she melts into a pile on the floor. And she, you know, God bless Madame LaRouge, she looks like Carmen Sandiego. She does! <gasps> Oh my gosh, the whole time we were watching it, I was like, Yeah, I need to like, what re-look. is this look? We need to do like a side by side. But Carmen, I think, was more in red. Yeah. And Madame uh, de la Rouge, despite her name being Rouge, was in purple. Was in purple. Yes. Is it Madame de la Rouge or was it? I don't know what. I think it was Madame la Rouge. Just la. Yeah, but she, yeah, I mean, she just... La Rouge. Yeah. La Rouge, yeah. yeah. Madame La Rouge. Renee La Rouge. Renee La Rouge. But yeah, she looks like Carmen Sandiego a little bit, which... Do you have a picture? There's apparently, like, a new Carmen Sandiego. Oh. Like, that's yeah. the classic. Oh. Yeah. There's the hat. I think it's the big hat. It's the long hair, the hat... The jacket. The, like, more angular jawline... Yeah. And the jacket that, like, flows in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So she is Madame LaRouge. She is, like, Carmen Sandiego. She also, what was that picture that you had sent me? Was that Lady oh, Gaga? No, it was um, Ashley Graham. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, this looks like the villain in the cartoon I watched. Yes. Like, no no offense to Ashley Graham because she's gorgeous. Right. But, like, her outfit. Was very Madame LaRouge. Was very Madame LaRouge with big hat, flowy cloak yeah. thing. Yes. It was great. Yep. And then her her assistant, what was her name? Her assistant, Sylvie. Name? Sylvie and her pom- like poofy hair, and you were like, those look like balls. Yes. Like I'm sorry, it's like these two giant yellow buns on the top of her head, and I was like, this is funny. Also, think of how heavy that hair would be. Right. Like the bun of her hair was twice the size of her face, and she had two of those. <laughs> like you would need mind control just to remind yourself to. To have, like, better, have better posture. Po- yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yes. And so, and then we watched a second one. I yes. mean, we're getting to the 40, almost to the 45 minute mark of the episode. Yeah. So, I mean, we better get into the second we episode we watched. Better tell them about the cat's meow. The cat's meow, which is, it's like episode 20 something. Let me double check here. Um. Um, the cat's meow. Oh, and the opening of this I thought was so funny because they're out roller skating, and then eight episode eight episode eight. Okay, so yeah, um, they're out roller skating, and then Rod is like, "You didn't answer your pagers," and they're just like real quick of being like, "Oh, well, it's Saturday. I thought we could have one day off of being a special agent." (laughs) Um, and in my mind, I'm just like picturing like the writer who's like a 60 year old man, like, 
we need to like have like, you know, like a relevant fun kid joke. And like, we just want a day off. It's our Saturday. And the writer room is like, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. Put it in, Jerry. Put it in. (laughs) Yeah, it's like these little, little blurbs of things. And of course, the beginning, like before the episode even starts, they're like talking. Like it just gives you, gives it away where they're going. That first opening episode, like the first opening part where they're in the they're they're doing the the red carpet event i don't even know why are they going and the the person interviewing them is like acting as if they are the cartoon i almost feel like it would have been mm-hmm. funner or more interesting if they were either dressed like misty and amber yeah or if they were just the cartoon versions of them and they were like being interviewed or something yeah because also, the end of the first one, as they're driving away, I think it's Mary Kate. She's like, "Wow, I love cartoons." Uh, yeah, they say that at the end of every one, every yeah. episode. It's like, it's just weird. It's just like, it's like you were almost trying to be meta, but like, I, yeah, yeah it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. I feel like they just were like, "Okay, we have Mary Kate Ashley for a day. Let's shoot all these little things, and we know what each episode's going to be about." Yeah. Because they definitely do all of this and then they yeah. release them. Yeah. They're not like filming all, as. Yeah. All those red carpet, all the red carpet bits had to have been filmed just in on one, 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 one day. Go, one yeah. Day. Um, so they like give it away that Mary Kay and Ashley are going to Egypt. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what they say in the beginning. Oh, it was just like. They were like a great um, ancient, like an, ancient culture. With like. Like, just every stereotype about Egypt right. is in this episode. This episode. Right. Because they are like, Cause they're the, like, the cats are disappearing. The cats are disappearing from the cat show for the big cat. Yeah. The big cat, like. They must be in a tomb. Yeah. <laughs> How did that connection happen? I don't know. This is they're like, the, there's cats missing from the cat show. Mm-hmm. Then Quincy, like, or no, so who's, someone's like. Well, it's from the cat, the cat capital, where like where they worship cats or whatever. Yes. They like who who would steal the cats? Oh, it must be somebody who wants to win the cat show. They're making cats Which disappear. Which would almost make more sense than this weird another plot with Madame LaRouge. Yes. And and so then they're on their way, piloting their own plane to Egypt. And they turn to Quincy and, are, and is like, it'd make more sense if we had a cat instead of a dog. So they do the obvious thing <laughs> and turn him into a skunk. <laughs> Which is like, um, okay. That makes sense. I honestly, honest to goodness, I thought it was a cat at first. And you were the one who was like, this is a skunk. And I was kind of like, I think it's just like a an cat, ugly like, cat. Like an ugly cat. But then they talk about how the... the how he's going to spray Brussels sprout scented spray that yes. can't be washed out for five years. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is gone. Good eye, Molly. Well, it was because they mentioned something when they were like, yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, I've got that old skunk costume. Like, yeah, they said it's a something. costume. Yeah. Quincy is a robot. And I thought they would maybe just, like, build Turn, a skunk. Yes. And put his, like... That's what he's I... He's programming into the skunk. That's what I thought happened until the scene when he, like, pulls off his skunk mask and he's still a dog <laughs> inside a skunk costume. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but I mean, what? So, what episode do you think is more captivating, this one or the first one that we watched? You know, I almost. It's like it's hard because I feel like the first episode we watched, episode two, made more sense. Right. But I almost love that the second episode we watched, the eighth episode, yeah. doesn't make as much sense. Yeah. Like, I love that. It's like, it's already a cartoon, so there might as well be chaos. Yeah, that's how this feels. Where I was like, what is happening? Because, like, the yeah. cats are disappearing, and it's another thing, like, another theme with the makeup that yeah. M- Madame LaRouge is there. She's taking cats and, like, conditioning them to, to associate the, like, the makeup with cat food. Tantalizing. 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 Yes. And so that's like the, that's her incentive for stealing the cats. And she takes them to, because they like find out that there's like red sand. Yeah, in, that was a stretch for me. I was like, what is, I, I, when we were watching and I turned to you, I was like, what is this red sand connection? I know. I missed that as yeah. well. And then they, so they're like, oh, it's like this ancient tomb, of course. Yeah. And they go and they go to this ancient tomb. Which is Madame LaRouge's headquarters. Apparently, <laughs> where she's taking the cats to like condition them to, to like love this makeup so that well, it's their the, owners. It's like the cologne. The cologne. Yeah. So, so the that, scent. Yeah. So the owners then want to buy it because they, their cats want it. Yes. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Yep. And the weed that these writers were smoking. Yeah. Because then the hope is that these cats will, like, take their owners to the store. Because the they're, like, they're like, you need to buy this. There's and, the whiff of the makeup and the perfume and everything. Yeah. Um, and they have this, like, little sidekick that's with them whose oh, name I... Um, uh, hold on. I wrote it down. Uh, Hassan. Hassan. And he claims that he knows hieroglyphics. Yes. And at the beginning of the episode, his dad is like, you can only go with the secret agents and be their friend if you finish your history paper on hieroglyphics. (laughs) Again, we're not stereotyping Egypt in any way. Uh, And then, of course, it's like the moment, the pinnacle moment, they need someone who can read hieroglyphics. And he... And he... Fails. He can't do he it. He cannot read hieroglyphics. I know. And so I think you're right. Like the first episode that we watched, it makes more sense. This is pure chaos. Like this hieroglyphic stuff, they get trapped yeah. in the tomb. And then also they with I, I was like, did they even solve the problem? Did they even no. save the day? That Quincy, like Quincy as a skunk, sprays Madame LaRouge in Brussels sprouts. And then they, like, run away with the cats. Like, they saved the cats that were at that tomb. But, I'm like, did they stop the problem? Like, Yeah, like, they just sprayed Madame LaRouge. And then ran away with the cats. Yeah, and they, so, Ashley and Hassan? Yes, name? I believe so. They are looking, like, they, they get separated from Mary-Kate mm-hmm. and Quincy. And because they're like, oh, Hassan knows hieroglyphics. Like, they'll be able to get out of there. Like, mm-hmm. no problem. But they get trapped. And they have to, like, they open, like, a special door and everything. They're totally yeah. lost in this tomb. And then Mary-Kate was like, she takes off the, the, the lip lipstick yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, 
tantalizing. Is that yep. what she says? I, and then she like, the cats smell it and they come running out. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That, that's fine. Um, I just, I feel like they didn't save the day or like solve the problem. They return the cats. Yeah, it's good that the cats are back to their owners, but Madame LaRouge is still out there. She's still, but they need her out there so they can solve crimes. That's true. Like, you have to have a villain. You have to have a villain. And, oh, and when they're in the tomb, the reason they get trapped in there, do you remember? They, like, audio and visual cues. Come like swarming in to overwhelm them. And I was totally confused why they were singing. <laughs> and they start singing Yankee Doodle Dandy. That was so confusing to me. I was like, how are kids supposed to like how are kids supposed to keep track of this? Yeah. Um and I also I just wrote this down. This was probably a little bit before, but one of them is like, come on, let's go save the world. <laughs> Again. Again. They say that <laughs> constantly in these. Like, every episode has that. Let's go save the world. The world. Again. Again. <laughs> and they just keep saving the world. They're just... And, I, you know, I'm not surprised that this show only lasted one season. Yeah. No offense. They didn't... It's not their fault. It's yeah. just the writing. But yeah. at the end, then, like, the one who wins the cat show is yes. Quincy the Skunk. Wins most outstanding cat. I love that you wrote that down. Yep. Yeah, but no, my very final note of this episode is, did they solve the problem? <laughs> question mark, question mark. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. And you know what I definitely want to do is read some IMDb reviews <gasps> for this, Let's this show. Um. Okay, so July 14th, 2005, Rainbow, Bright, and Twink. I don't. Okay, Rainbow, Bright, and Twink said, I love this cartoon of five, like, five exclamation points. I love this cartoon. I used to watch it every Saturday, if at all possible. This cartoon was the best shows that Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen have ever done. I wish that they were still making this cartoon. I'm so glad that you can buy the first volume of the wonderful cartoon in stores. And I love to read the Mary Kate and Ashley in action books. I have read other people's comments about this show and how they said it was a waste of the Olsen's time and all that. But I would just like to say that I'm so glad that Mary Kate and Ashley decided to make a cartoon, even though it only lasted for a year. I think it should have lasted longer. I think that if any true fan of Mary Kate and Ashley would have to agree with this, was have to agree that this is a very good cartoon. I mean, it had just about everything, action, adventure, comedy, and the gadgets that that they used on their missions were so cool. Even their dog could talk. Now (laughs) I know that people are entitled to their own opinion about this cartoon, and that's all fine and everything, but I hope that this won't be the only volume of this cartoon in stores. I think all episodes should be out so that true Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen fans can have all episodes. Oh my gosh. I love that he mentioned the gadgets. Because if you remember in the Egypt episode, they're like, do you like our new glasses? <sighs> they're also telescopes. <laughs> and it's like these like purple tinted glasses. Like goggles. Yeah. They're like, aren't they so cute? Okay, this is funny. February 28th, 2002, Angel Marie said, oh the top five reasons why I hate this show. <laughs> I love IMDb reviews so much. Okay, five, no storyline. 
four. It's on ABC Saturday morning suck fest, except recess. <laughs> Three, too much camera work. Two. Yeah. Okay, quick, like, interjection. That second episode, I kept, like, thinking it was so funny. They would do, like, repeats of the same take, but with, like, a pink or blue filter on it or they'd like split the screen to like two different colors of the same shot yeah so weird and the number one reason i hate this show oh number two is makes no sense isn't that the same as no storyline okay all 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 right i think so and then the number one reason i hate this show the limo scenes at the end yes Yes. so bad i what i love about this is like these are like this is truly like when the show was kind of on the air and then there's little one in december 28th 2002 says awful this is so awful it is about two kids that are supposed to be doing great things but really aren't there's no point to it at all the storylines are ridiculous mary kate and ashley can do so much better i think they were trying to reach the younger crowd let's just say they may have accomplished it, but the older crowds are turned away. Oh. Wow. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Okay. I agree. I was turned away. I was not into this show. Not into so, it. So, even though I was, like, watching Recess and yeah. loved all that shit. But. Yeah. Okay. January 2nd, 2002. Okay. J.D. Houchins says, waste of time. This show is horrible. It is just way... <laughs> It's just a way for two teen twins who are running out of money because they've gotten too big to do their own little movies. Maybe as they age, they'll come up with better ideas to capture an audience for 10 minutes. I don't know about you, but I could barely sit through half of one episode. The acting was horrible and the plot so stupid for even James Bond to attempt. What? I don't know what that means. That doesn't make sense. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I might not speak to you. I might not speak for you, but I'm wasting my time writing this review for a show that will probably be canceled by Easter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> People hate it. Let's just say, yeah. like, um, I and I mean, he called it. He's like, this show's gonna be canceled, and it was. Yeah. Uh, January 16th, 2002, Spa something, this person said, time consuming. The show is a waste of time. My four eight year old cousins couldn't even watch it. They just had to change shit to Scooby-Doo. I don't think the show will last another month due to its its oh-so-low rating. This is a really boring and predictable show, just like so little time. Oh, my gosh. So that is something that I was thinking about when we were watching it is I was like, wow, like, I loved Scooby-Doo. I love Scooby-Doo. I love a good mystery cartoon, and I just... Did not get that from Mary Kate and Ashley in action. No, it's just, you know, these reviews are right. I mean, and, and listeners, feel free to go on imdb.com, look up the Mary Kate and Ashley in action, and you'll see these reviews. I mean, there's one person, September 11th, 2016. Oh my God, it is September 11th when we're recording this. This was just a mere four years ago. Someone wow. said, Jeff, Jeffy, Jeffy, 08116 said awesome cartoon 10 out of 10 stars oh mary kate and ashley in action is one of my favorite cartoon shows there's a lot of cartoons about spies but mary kate's one is far better i love the theme music of this cartoon and the glitz and glamour that goes on i remember growing up with this cartoon and it rocked i am a mary kate (laughs) mary comma kate and ashley fan 
I bought the DVD, but it does <laughs> not include... three people. <laughs> I bought the DVD, but it does not include all of the episodes. I wish that they bring out another DVD, which includes the rest of the episodes. This was a good cartoon to watch, and the gadgets... The gadgets, again... Gosh, people are loving quite the real. They looked quite real in the episodes. They it's a cartoon! <laughs> How do they look quite real? I wish real. that they had bring out another DVD with more episodes. You know what? I'm just going to say it. It's 2020. I don't see them bringing it's it back. It's <laughs> Even in 2016, it was not happening. The ship has sailed. Unfortunately. Yes. So sorry. So sorry, Jeffy. But yeah, people really didn't like it. Saturday morning snore fest. Oh my God. I'm sorry, but Mary Kate and Ashley need to like get hit by a truck or something. <gasps> I will not stand for this violence. That is very that violent. That way they can't bombard young girls and their parents with any more of their crap. I will not even give this. I will not even give this review. I was going to stop reading. reading. Stop reading. I'm getting upset. Yeah. This is emotional trauma on a yeah. screen. Don't look at it. I will be ignoring those reviews. Yeah. That's emotional <laughs> trauma. It's um, too far. Yeah. American Ashley in action. Yeah. Not their best work. No. <laughs> it's the last show that they did. I mean, this was post, like, filmed around the same time as a little time. Okay. Um, and I, I think after that, they were like, okay, let's, let's get out of the TV space. Because mm-hmm. they still did more films. They still did more movies. Right. And then they were, they were on their way. Yeah. To bigger things. The row. They just released, guys, um, I, this will be released in just a few days from now, but if you haven't listened already, check out Mary-Kate and Ashley's newest playlist from The Row on Spotify. Just a shameless plug for Mary-Kate and Ashley's playlist. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, so they're on to bigger and better things now, obvi. obvi. There's no Mary-Kate and Ashley. Like, Mary-Kate and Ashley in action. But the dolls, I guess, were kind of like Gumby dolls. Like, they were all bendy and everything. Yeah. And, and I bet weird. that was the biggest thing that they got from these cartoons was just once you have that cartoon image, like I said before, you can use that on anything and everything. Yeah, because it was only one season, but they were able to, like, make dolls. They were mm-hmm. able to make party supplies. Books. Books. Did they make books? Yeah. yeah, they made books. Yeah. Which I think they may have continued until after their... Like, after the show ended. The Mary Kay and Ashley in Action books. Okay. They had all these books. Let's see. And they're all the same cartoon style? Yeah, they're all the same cartoon style. Um, let's see. They were published, maybe not. Oh, yeah, so published 2003. So they continued mm. the books after the show ended interesting interesting i mean full house did that too i, I just did I, the a lot full, of cartoons do that yeah, yeah like i have the the full house books they continued on until like 1998 oh wow like 19 maybe even 1999 like wow years after full house ended but then they continue they didn't have them grow up which i right. think is funny well yeah i think about that with cartoons of, like, we were talking about, like, Arthur, right? Yeah. I think they're still making new episodes. They are. It's like... Time is fake in cartoon land. He like, cannot be in third grade Simpsons, forever. <laughs> the Simpsons, yeah. like, they don't age. Nudges yeah. went on forever. Yeah, Family um, Guy. Yeah. And um, even SpongeBob. I mean, yeah. I don't know how a sponge would age. 
That would be kind of funny, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we're at that hour mark. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to add? Any other tidbits? Any other I, fun, fun things before we go? I have a tidbit for you. Um, I was trying to find something for you, and alas, I didn't find it. But I have met Candace Cameron in person before. Oh, my God. Candace Cameron Bure. Yes. The uh, Christian goddess. Of- yes. Of TikTok and Instagram and yep. Hallmark Channel. That's how I met her. She was speaking at a church in Chandler. That is. And how was she? Was she nice? When when was she this? was nice? I want. I was in middle school, so I was probably like. I don't know. I feel like I was like twelve or something. So this would have been like two thousand and sixteen. No. No. Hold. No. no. We were. No. You mean two thousand and six? Probably like two thousand six, <laughs> two thousand seven, two thousand sixteen. That's when we like. That was four years ago. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, "That math doesn't add up." <laughs> Time is an illusion. Time is fake. Thanks to twenty twenty. Um. Yeah. So like two thousand fourteen years ago. Wow. I was. I was in high school. I wish I would have met Candace Cameron Bray. Actually, no, that maybe is too. I, I was don't know. 16. I don't know. Because in 2006, I don't know, math is really hard right now. It is. It's because you gave me a margarita. Dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hard. I was like 12, 13, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, she was really nice. I. I got her signature and I don't know what I did with it because I would have I would have given that's it worth, to you. That's worth a lot of money these days. Yeah, the Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. Well, and what's funny though no, is it's not. so to get her signature, you had to have something for her to sign. And the weird thing is, she was like selling headshots or something that you could buy to have her sign. Oh my god! Of course. Which to me is just so bizarre because it's at a church. I'm yeah. Like this is weird. Like who's getting that money? Is the church getting the money? Is no, I think getting she's the money? getting it. Um, and so I just had her sign my program for the event. So it's like, it's like a, something that's like, Candace Cameron at Cornerstone Church. And oh she my God. It. Was, um, was her brother there too? Kurt Cameron? Um, I don't, I don't think so, but no. I could, I might just not I mean, be remembering. I don't know. What did, like, what did she talk about? Just like the Lord? About Jesus. Yeah. It was like, well, it was like her backstory and how she, you know, was this child star on Full House. And then something probably about like how her success was straight her away because from of the Lord. Or no, no. Like, Lord? like her success was because of. Jesus. Church. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I would have attended that. I think there were yeah. there were times where like Kirk Cameron, I think, was like doing an event at the church that I went to growing up. Um, because listeners, I did grow up evangelical, non-denom, regular old Christian. There she goes. And there I think Kirk Cameron like spoke at a church event and I really wanted to go because I loved growing pains. Mm-hmm. I loved his sister, Candace Cameron Bure. Mm-hmm. I loved the the Left Behind movies. Oh my gosh. I, we had it on, them on VHS and I loved them. I actually was like not allowed to watch Left Behind because it I think my parents... Dark. Yeah, they thought it was going to be too scary for me or something. <laughs> um, which is just so funny. That is me. funny. Um, but yeah, that's my fun tidbit. I met her. She was very nice, but it was just... 
It was so random. I was because I I didn't grow up watching Full House that much. My friend did, and she was like, "You have to come with me. Like, let's go meet, let's go meet Candace Cameron." And I was like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> I don't know. I don't really like know much about her, but like, okay. Yeah. I feel like as a kid, you're like, "Oh, it's a famous person. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> exactly." I was always down to meet anybody famous. Mm-hmm. Like my dad would always be like, "Oh yeah, I saw." I don't even know, like Sarah Jessica Parker on like. Yeah. On the on a bus, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, what?" Yeah. And I had no connection, like these celebrities. I had no interest in. I don't know if I've told you this. Rain Wilson has been into my restaurant yeah. before. I think. Well, yeah. didn't like Hunter. Yeah. Met so him. Well, yes, Hunter met him at his hotel, but he also came into the restaurant that I work at. That's so funny. Yeah, I didn't get to serve him, but the server who did serve him, like, kept the receipt with his signature on it. <laughs> uh, so it's just like a receipt for a restaurant. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I love celebrity sightings. Yep. Is there anything you would like to plug? Where can <laughs> listeners find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I do have like a special acting page. She has a website. Um, I do have a website, but yeah, it's all at my name, Molly Jaisa. J I S A. Jaisa. My pen pal of 14 years didn't know how to pronounce my last name. <laughs> Uh, that's and I, cute. I had to tell her. Yeah. Is it G? Did she think it was G? Yeah, I think she thought a lot of people think it's Gisa. Yeah. Yeah. Jaisa. Jaisa. All right. Well, thank you for being on, Thanks everyone. For me. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Like the, you know, follow the Instagram page, Gimme Pizza Podcast. If you want any merch, um, Etsy.com slash Gimme Pizza Podcast. I'm currently in the works to creating a website, like a better website. You can go on mkapodcast.com, um, but it's it's kind of, it's a dinky little website. I'm trying to make it a little more it's profesh. It's not that bad. It's not, it's not that, that bad. bad, but it's, um, I'm trying to make it more profesh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and yeah, please uh, t- tell your friends to listen to Gimme Pizza. And uh, yeah, stay Stay uh, stay safe in these yes. trying times. Yeah. Only see people in your bubble. See people in your bubble and keep your bubble small. Yes. Don't have a big bubble. My bubble is like three people. Yeah. My bubble is you and Hunter. Yeah. Your boyfriend. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.